Good morning and happy Monday morning brew with Nick Cooper and Tony Hart. Good morning, Tony Hart. Hi, did you have a good weekend? It was all right. It's just all right. You know, it, after a couple weekends of holidays, it's the first normal weekend in a few weeks. So, yeah, not traveling, not yeah. having to uh, put on a happy face for family members. Yeah. You don't want to see. I mean, you want, <laughs> we'd love to see you know, stuff like that. <laughs> so, yeah, low key, which is nice. Not going to complain about that one bit. Uh, coming up later on this morning, there's a warning about a uh, charcuterie board product sold in Minnesota that could be spreading salmonella. We'll give you details on that. Duh. I won't have to worry about that. Not a big fan. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to the store to buy charcuterie. Okay, fair enough. Also, if you think you <laughs> have had cheese, a- it. <laughs> if you think you've had a bad day recently, I've got a story about uh, a couple that had a day that might rival that bad day potentially. Can't wait to hear about it. We'll also play song in sixty. Is it your is it your day to give me clues? It today? is. Okay. I'm ready to go. All right, we'll do that here in a matter of a minute. Oh. Mix one oh eight and the morning brew. Good morning. It's Tony and Nick. It's time to play song in sixty. The rules are simple. Um, I'm going to try to get Nick to guess the song that I have in my tiny little brain right now <laughs> by not giving away uh, any of the words in the title of the song, not, you know, humming the song or sure. giving any of the chorus or giving the artist's name away. Okay. So here we go. Good luck. Song in 60 starts right now. Um, fortune. Um, predetermined course of events. Jeez. Um Boy, uh, Destiny, boom. Destiny's Child. Boom, boom. Nice, all right, all right. Boom, 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 all right. boom, boom. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, but don't, don't. Uh, uh, <laughs> yummy. Um, oh, oh, um, um, there um, you go. You got uh, it. Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I can, I but yummy. I can, <laughs> I love how that's what triggered this for me. Um, Bootylicious. Bootylicious is butt yummy. That is the song in 60. Nick does it again. Mix, what are we morning brew this Monday morning? It's Nick Cooper and Tony Hart. Good morning to you. And uh, this couple from Pennsylvania had, uh, I'm using the word rough day with the situation. So they withdrew $4,000 in cash. Okay. And had it at home. They placed it on their counter. When their seven-year-old dog, Cecil, decided to eat the $4,000. What? Yeah, ate the four grand. Was so, it like gravy-flavored money or something? Or <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Like, what. I can't see a dog just ran. Okay, I guess. I don't know. So, yes. so just shredded it up or just, ate it like, and ate swallowed the, it. Digested the money. And when you, you know, if it was 20 bucks, you'd probably be like, that sucks. Oh, whatever, yeah, that sucks. But... When oh, it's yeah. four grand. I'm collecting that poo. Yeah. So um, the couple. Putting that money back together. Mm-hmm. So uh, they were shocked, of course, when the the veterinarian was surprised, too, after finding out about the dog eating four grand in cash. Cecil, again, a seven-year-old golden doodle from Pittsburgh, is apparently usually well-behaved, but decided to cause a little trouble by eating this money. Uh, the woman who owns the dog said, I swear... This dog's never touched anything, caused any problems, really, and uh, decided for some reason to cause some real problems. So they um, they get any of the money back? Well, so they recovered most of the money. Really? Yeah. So, of course, just swallowed the bills whole? Would go all chewed on some of it. Like, some of it was in pieces. A good share was shredded but still eaten. Uh, so what they did is they, as the dog passed the money, 
Um, they collected it and washed sifted it. through it and washed it, and they said it was an awful, terrible. I mean, it's I what want, you would expect. I wouldn't want any of that money, right? Um, they were able to recover a good share of it. So after sifting through the torn pieces and whatever came through, they were able to recover and reassemble tape together. In some cases, some of the money they got. Um, all but $450 Get of out. the 4000 back. Wow. So that's impressive. Isn't it, though? Oof. Kind of gross, but impressive. Uh, they called it the puzzle nobody wanted to complete yeah, for Christmas. For sure. <laughs> so, yeah. My dog will eat paper towels once in a while. Oh, really? Those, those will go right through. Like, I'll fuck, like, full paper towels in her poop. Oh, no. So I can see how this happens. Sure. Right. Well, and so this isn't the first time a dog has has done this. That's had a story that's gone viral. A woman in Florida uh, last year, so like the year before now, uh, did something similar with two thousand dollars. So I, apparently, don't put money in a place where dogs can get to it. Is what I'm hearing. Seems like a, such a random thing for a dog to eat. Well, but so here's the thing to think about. I mean, they, they you hear stories once in a while about what all is on money because yeah. as people handle it and stuff, there's all sorts of, you know, oils. And in right. some cases, like they talk about how there's like drug residue and I mean, all sorts of things on the money. And Maybe so this money came from like a barbecue joint. And could it be. actually had like the smell of barbecue on it. The dog, yeah. you know, got the sensitive noses. Right. You could smell that. So... I guess be careful with your cash if you're leaving it around because your dog may. Well, no worries. I won't have $4,000 in cash Just laying around, around anytime soon. So, <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yikes. So, you, if you're having a bad day, hopefully it's, you know, less bad oh, than that not, situation. That's you're not, not digging through your dog's poop for $100 bills. Exactly. Shredded. That you not only have to wash then and then reassemble. Ugh. Music on the way for you soon from Morgan Wallen, Post Malone, and more here at Mix of the Week. Good morning. Mix What Away Morning Brew on a Monday morning. Good morning to you. Welcome to a new week. Probably the first full week of work for some people if you had you know, day yeah, off. Yeah, a couple of weeks, maybe a yeah. few weeks, depending yeah. on what you're, what you're up to. So heads up for you if you happen to have a specific brand of charcuterie sampler boards. Is there brands? Products. I, I, I can't name one. Charcuterie brand. I'm not up on the on the trend, so I I couldn't really speak to it myself. It. Um, Do better, but the uh, I know I'll try. Uh, Bassetto Foods charcuterie sampler packs. Apparently, there is somebody that became ill after eating one of the products, and they found it tested salmonella, positive for salmonella. Right? Uh, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. yep. So the Minnesota Department of Health said that the person fell ill in December. After consuming the product, which was purchased by this person from Sam's Club, thankfully no hospitalization was needed, um, but they did test the package, which was previously unopened, so it wasn't like it was spoiled, left out, or something like that. Basically cheese and crackers, right? Yeah, well, that's what the type of stuff. In this particular case, it's different varieties of meat that was oh, in this yeah, package. You put meat in there as well. Yeah, yes. And maybe some vegetables, like... Yeah, yeah, it's, you know, food platter. Uh, so the recommend... Yes, sorry. Yeah, different stuff like that. Uh, the recommendation from the Minnesota Department of Health is uh, that you should not eat the specific variety of product. Again, the brand is Bassetto Foods, and it's the specific line that contains uh, prosciutto, okay, suppressata. I don't even know what that is. I'm not, a, I'm not a meat guy. Uh, I like this kind of meat. Um, and then clarify. dry copa, copa, 
Copa, Copa. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so they say, and you know, if you want to make a note of this, you might have some of this at home. It includes lot number L zero seven five three three zero three zero zero. Got that? So it's just the meat they're concerned about. Yeah. So it's just a package of like sliced deli meats. Gotcha. So, so there's no cheese or anything. Not else in this it. particular just one meat. from the looks of it. Yeah. So it's got the three varieties of meats in it. Um, the the one that they're concerned with had an expiration date for April of this year, which means that there might be other people that have it at home that could still potentially eat it. So um, there you go. Check the meat. Check the meat. That's right. Be careful. We're going to see what's trending at the top coming up here in a matter of minutes. Sun Mix It Away. Good morning. Live from the Mix 108 studio in downtown Duluth, this is KBMX FM, Proctor Duluth Superior, a town square media station. 7.05 on a Monday morning, currently 15 degrees downtown Duluth at the Mix 108 studios, looking for a high today. Uh, low to mid-20s, snow coming into the picture today and again tonight and tomorrow and uh, often on snow chances really all through the week. Shoveled for the first time this weekend. Yeah. I went out and kind of enjoyed, I didn't have to shovel, so I went out and kind of enjoyed seeing some snow. But I heard by the end of the week, I mean, we could see, not all at once, but over the course of the snow we get through the week, maybe like eight inches of snow. So How much? By by the end of the week, eight. Dang. So it's just going to keep slowly, inch here, two inches there, you know, until we get to the end of the week and we've got to pile on the ground. How about that? So here Vikings. we are. Vikings wrapped up their season yesterday with a loss to the, uh, I don't even remember. <laughs> the division-winning Lions. The Lions. Vikings season is done. What was the ending record? Do you remember? 7-10. Uh, First time they've lost 10 games since 2013, I believe. 16, I think 16? it is. Okay. Yeah. So big free agents uh, uh, that could not be with the team next year. Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson is a free agent. Yep. I suspect they'll try to keep both of those, though. Yeah, you would think they're going to try to hang on to those guys. Daniel Hunter, isn't he a free agent? I believe so. Harrison Smith could have seen his last game as a Viking. He's not a free agent, but no, he's got but a, he's got a contract. That yeah, is pretty. He's due a lot of money, right? He did restructure it once, though, right? So yeah, maybe he might he'll restructure. You know, retire as a Viking. Yeah, he's at that point where he's kind of could retire or not. Right. And the other oddball thing, beside all the free agents, is whether or not the defensive coordinator sticks around or not because there's been you know he's up for some head coaching jobs right? oh he's well he's been up for head coaching jobs since he was fired from or let go or whatever happened right. in miami that whole situation which i think is still being litigated as a matter of fact so oh that's right there's that lawsuit there, yeah uh other news trending this morning so this actually popped up on friday morning but has been news through the course of the weekend so grandma's marathon sold out in near record time just a couple days away from the overall record for sellout in terms of how long it took. Um, quickest sellout since 2016. And uh, there are still some ways, though. All the races, by the way, the 5K, the half, and the full marathon now sold out. Wow. So uh, they're expecting a big field. There are still ways to run one of the races, though, if you want to be a part of one of the Grandma's Marathon weekend events. Um Time to raise the price. Well, <laughs> there are some charitable uh, groups you can run on behalf of. Like, I know one of them is St. Jude that run. They have some people that run yeah. for it every year. And and uh, there's also, by the way, a bib transfer portal. What's where that? Oh, if, so you can sell yours? Yeah. So if you can't run, can maybe you, you get money injured. Yes, you can sell it and somebody else can buy it then. So, but do they allow you to make money off of I it? I don't know if they allow you to charge more than face right. value. I, that I don't know. I did not look into that. But uh, if you want some information, we have it on the Mix Mobile app, mixitoit.com. But yes, yeah, I said I'm looking to make a buck. 
Do you have a do you well, have an entry? The, and certainly not that I have an entry. <laughs> Tony I mean, was going to run grandma's. Yeah, you know. No, that's something been, that's not. That's on a lot of people's bucket list. To run a marathon? Yeah, but not for it's you. not even remotely close to anywhere on a bucket for me. No. No. Uh, uh, no. I'll, I'll hike distances, but I won't run. I'll pass on that. There's what's trending at the top here this morning. Music on the way from Jelly Roll. It's Billie Eilish now here in Mix It Away. Good morning. Mix What a Morning Brew. Good morning. Happy Monday. 719, 17 degrees downtown Duluth at the Mix Money Studios. Did you see that story of the Alaskan Airlines flight that, like, its door got sucked off? I did. Wild, by the way. Oh, so, man. So at 16,000 feet over Oregon, the, the like uh, door plug came off. Yep. And left a big hole inside the... It was a brand new plane too, right? Like a Boeing, yeah, one of their seven eight seven, whatever. Yep, like brand new planes that have all been grounded. Um, so, this is the wild thing, though. So when it, so when the <laughs> hole got blown in the plane, right. a lot of stuff obviously got sucked, sucked out. out. Yeah, right. Thankfully, no humans got sucked out. That correct. They must have had their seatbelts on or Every, something. Yeah, everybody must have been. If they were at 16,000 feet, they were probably either ascending or descending. Yeah, that's a good point. So they probably saw Yeah. That. Thank God. Yeah, no kidding. But lots of other stuff got sucked out, including a iPhone. <laughs> okay. But this is the wild thing. This cell phone, this iPhone dropped 16,000 feet and a game designer found it on a walk. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, dude was walking, found this phone, not a... Barely a scratch on it, he I said. I guess it was a pile of... No. No, okay. No, the phone is actually in good shape. Here's a picture of it. It's a little wet. Huh. But they found... They, when they got the phone, they saw an Alaskan Airlines baggage receipt on the phone. Ah, uh, okay. And so they kind of figured out, well, Where this must be from, from the plane. And the NTSB was called... And they recovered the phone, and they've also recovered the door. They're calling it a door plug. I don't okay. know what that is. A door, I guess. But they want to uh, look at that. That's, um, I can see that being something that Apple would use in the future. Like, not as a marketing campaign, but our phones survive 16,000 foot falls. <laughs> you know. I suppose it probably reaches a speed, and it just kind of, Well, everything know, has a just terminal velocity. Tumbles, so, it's not like it was, yeah, anyways. Must have landed in some bushes or something kind of soft. Not, well, they did say they found it kind of in a bush. Okay. So maybe it hit a bush and yeah, then it hit the ground. It's not like it, it broke its fall. Cement or something like that. But hey, not bad. Yeah. It doesn't even have like an extreme case on it. It's got a screen protector and a and a normal looking phone case on it. But That was not. the other thing I was going to ask because I wonder if they had like one of those really fancy cases no, on like it. Like an so. otter box or okay. something. No, no. It's just look at, it looks like a regular case like I have on my phone. I'm just seeing on the TV behind you, they found the door plug itself in somebody's backyard, apparently. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, that's... For some people, I could see... Because it's between seats. Like, could you imagine? That's a frightening situation there. Yeah. Just all of a sudden, there's nothing there, and there's wind blowing by you. I'd be more mad if it sucked my cookies out. <laughs> my pretzels, no! They just brought me those pretzels, no! <laughs> so hungry. Turn it. Oh, goodness. Music on the way for you soon from Taylor Swift coming up here at Mix It Away. Good morning. Oh, good morning, everybody. It is the morning brew. It is. 
Nick Cooper, Tony Hart, good morning to you. So, have you ever had a moose lick your car? <laughs> uh, no, I have not, Tony. Neither have I. Okay. That's... But uh, Parks Canada is warning drivers not to stop all on the highways to let moose lick their cars in the winter. So this is also a concern in northern Minnesota and elsewhere oh, sure. that moose live. Anywhere where you find moose and this combination, what do you think it is? What is? Why do you think the moose are licking the car, Nick? Oh, I know why. I, I've written stories about as much. Okay, well, so. forget you. Of course you know. <laughs> You're supposed to play along and be like, tell me, Tony, why? I don't know why they would do that. Why? Why are moose licking cars? Do they, do they like the tires? Uh, well, if they have salt on them. Okay, there it is. Um, it all has to do with the road salt. So, yes, like, yes. Uh, they put the road salt on the roads or the cars. Well, the you know, they don't put it on the cars. Yeah, it ends up on the cars. It ends up on the cars. So, apparently, moose need a lot of sodium for the winter. They they get it during the summer from plants and stuff like sure. that, vegetation, but they don't get it very much during the winter. So, they go lick roads <laughs> or cars, places where... <laughs> Humans have put salt. Makes yep. sense, I it guess. It does. It does. I mean, they, they need it. Um, that's actually one of the concerns why... Um, now, granted, peak moose collision season, which is a scary thing to think about, but that's God. usually fall. Yeah. But us- uh, but because of this, moose will also hang out by roads during the winter, too, which means that that kind of carries into the winter seasons. you got to be careful on roads in moose country because of that. And if there's one animal I would not want to hit, it would be a moose. That's definitely one of them. Bison might be another one, but they're not in this part of the world. Bison. Well, yeah, I wouldn't want to hit a bison either. <laughs> like, I'm going to put them in three order here. We're going to go okay. bear, big black, or Cody, any bear. Okay. Three. Sure. Bison, buffalo, two. Okay. And then a moose. So moose, actually, uh, when it comes to vehicle accidents, are one of the more deadly animals to hit because they stand so tall up. Oh, they just fall right on you. Yeah, they just come right through the windshield at people, which just is scary. So that's, over. yeah. Oof. So, yeah, I can understand why the, the they're warning people don't stop and encourage them because then you're just, you know. Well, they're going to do it anyways. I mean, well, whether well, I if you're stop stopping, or not. But if you're stopping to let them lick your car as opposed to letting them just be on the road. Listen, man, I'd rather have them lick my car than... You know, jump out in front of it in 60 miles an hour. Correct. Go yes. ahead, lick it. Yeah. <laughs> Clean it up. Forget about Tommy's car wash. You got the moose car wash. You just get Clean it up. Yeah, just line up like five moose. Yeah. And then you just drive in between them and they just lick it. I Probably not the most sanitary thing. <laughs> I'm just guessing. Did your kids ever read, by the way, if you give a moose a muffin, just to change the subject Great slightly? Line. The, the book, If You Give a Moose a Muffin. Are you aware this is a book? No, I've never heard If Are You, you Give serious? a mo- Moose a Muffin. No. Yeah, it's a book. It's a kid's book. Well, I need you to get this book and read it to me. Okay. I'll, I'll find it somewhere. I find a copy of it. And we'll do uh, Nick's story time. I love it. We well, can go to the library. Yeah, I can go li- have library lore. Bring a... Hook us up with If You Give a Moose a Muffin. What? If You Give a Moose a Muffin. If You Give a Moose a Muffin. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a, it's a kid's story. We actually, as a, when I was in elementary school, so it's a, it's an older book. It's not like it's brand new. Um, we actually did a little play around this when I was like in, I don't know, like first grade or something like that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It's a fun time. If You Give a Moose a Muffin. Here, I, I want, often I have now to, look, at to the, look it up. Well, I have to look at the cover, right? Because okay. a lot of these children's books, the covers are very... Yeah. Iconic. Uh, ne- no, never seen it, never heard really? of it. Really? No, if you give a moose a muffin. Nope. 
happier ending than if you give a moose some road salt. Well, it looks like they do have like a follow-up if you give a moose a cookie. Oh. So it looks like the series may have continued. Okay. Yeah. You give a moose a muffin. Now you What's know. What's the point of the story? Just break what it. happens if you give, give me the cliff, Give me the cliff notes of... Uh, I honestly don't remember. <laughs> I just remember there was a book. Somebody's reading it on YouTube. Maybe we should have that. There we go. To us. We'll, okay. we'll, we'll get the, yeah, the narration of it. All right, so there's your moose news for this morning. Music on the way for you from Luke Combs and Miley Cyrus here. Mix it away. Good morning. Mix what away morning brew on a Monday morning. Good morning to you, Nick Cooper, Tony Hart. It's the morning brew. And and uh, we're in what uh, some people like to call dry January. The uh, Starting off the year. Hey, well, I don't know. I, see, I'm not a huge, huge drinker. Like, I'll have an occasional beverage, usually out with friends or once in a while out for a meal. But it's not like I drink a ton. So I don't know that I personally... I don't know. All the time, all the time. Uh, anyway, so it, there's a lot of different reasons it seems like uh, they they did this, but White Claw, of course, they're the kind of the like the Xerox level brand, like the kind of the brand name brand of of hard seltzers. They're the Kleenex of the Kleenex, seltzers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they announced recently that they have a non-alcoholic, zero percent alcohol variety, Why? four flavors. Uh, so that's exactly it. I was reading the story, and it seems like they kind of like threw a bunch of reasons at a dartboard and they're all valid at some one level or another. Um, but one of them is they mentioned dry January. Another is they mentioned, uh, and here's a quote from them, legal drinking age, Gen Z and millennials want more flexible drinking options without alcohol or with alcohol, depending on the situation. And so they saw an opportunity to disrupt the non-alcoholic space in the same way they disrupted the hard seltzer category years ago. So are they marketing this product to people under age? Because I could see some problems here, right? Correct. Like like if Marlboro sold nicotine-free cigarettes just to try to get people to, like, smoke. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It seems a little... Seems a little sus to me. It is an interesting, yeah. There, there's, there's some questions to be had there. Another one that I thought was kind of interesting, um, and like I said, they kind of provided a whole bunch of different thoughts on this. Um, they offered scenarios where you could drink these. The brand said in a story I'm reading that uh, White Claw zero percent beverages can be incorporated into different scenarios, including business lunches, nights out with friends. Or family gatherings. Well, they cl- clearly haven't been to our business lunches because we're just <laughs> drinking the regular White Claws. This is true. And here's the thing, too. Like, I've had White Claw. It's not necessarily a great tasting seltzer anyways. Right. There are better non-alcoholic options out there. Better seltzers, yeah. So the one reason, because, again, they had a smattering of reasons. The one I thought was kind of interesting is for people that don't want to drink for whatever reason, whether they're, you know, whether they're trying to stop or they just don't feel comfortable drinking or in a group or whatever the reason, they they also say that this is a, a tool to look like you're fitting in, but not quite. They say it, they'd actually say it looks like something. It looks like an alcoholic. Yeah, it, it, but it isn't. So, so many problems with this. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's interesting, but I, I agree with you. It, uh, it's not the first thing I would choose if I'm, if I'm in a setting and I want a non-alcoholic beverage, I'm not going to go, ooh, get me a Get me a White Claw Zero. Yeah, gross. <laughs> so that's dumb. It's a thing. It's out I, there. It really sounds like they're probably just not selling enough regular it's White so Claws these to, days. Yeah, so they're just trying change to change up. They're, they're diversifying is what they're doing, Tony. Exactly. That's, that's what they're doing. We're going to see what's trending at the top in a matter of moments here. Mix it away. Good morning. 
Live from the Mix 108 studio in downtown Duluth, this is KBMX FM, Proctor Duluth Superior, a town square media station. 8.06 on a Monday morning, currently 17 degrees. Looking at snow chances off and on really through the week this week. And by the end of the week, like I had mentioned earlier this morning, could see six to eight inches of snow pile up just over the course of the next number of days, a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. Gross. Uh, what we're supposed to get today, tonight, and into tomorrow, heavier snowfall along the North Shore, three to four, four to six, the further north you go. Twin Ports area, just a couple inches of snow. But again, the first part of snow chances all week this week is going to add up. So. I'm working on a story right now at Mix108.com or the Mix108 app where you can read more in just a little bit about an earthquake Ooh. that happened in Wisconsin yesterday. In Wisconsin. 2.5 magnitude earthquake. Wow. Rated three on the uh, U.S. Geological Survey's uh, scale of, you know, strengths. But yeah, three is considered a weak earthquake. Sure. But people felt it according to the um, Forest County Sheriff's Office. They got several 911 calls. So this is in southeastern Wisconsin? Um, it was in northeast Wisconsin. Oh, northeast. Near Mole Lake, which Mole is about Lake. two hours northwest of Green Bay. Okay. So. Interesting. Well, that's so even though it was described as weak, in this part of the country, you don't feel them very often oh, at all. You don't feel any earthquake. I, yeah, yeah. If I felt the world shaking, I'd be like, what the? Never felt that before. What's happening right now? Yeah, that's so. Um, no damage or anything was reported. Okay, but that's good. People felt it. That's for sure. I bet. Doesn't happen very often in Wisconsin. No, I I do know. I was doing some reading for some stupid reason. There are some fault lines like southern Minnesota and apparently in Wisconsin and yeah. a few places where they're not major earthquake causing faults, but you'll get them. There has been uh, earthquakes near Chicago that have been felt. Like in Wisconsin, but okay. Very rare do they actually come from Wisconsin. Usually, okay. they're from like Illinois. Sure. Yeah. So, Wisconsinites love to blame Illinois for things. So, just another one of them. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. All right. Also, uh, trending this morning. If you were planning on running Grandma's Marathon, Half Marathon, or the 5K, but we're putting off signing up, well getting to the point where it's kind of too late. All three of the races have sold out. Wow. Uh, the first two, the uh, Gary Bureaucland Half Marathon and the William Irvin 5K had already sold out, and Grandma's Marathon officially declared a sellout last Friday morning. Um, expecting a big field. It was actually the second fastest sellout in the race's history. Uh, just coming in a few days short of breaking the record set in 2016. It marks the uh, fourth straight sellout so last four years they've done it. It's sold out. Uh, there are still some ways you could participate if you want to. One of them is, of course, you could run as one of the charitable, charitable partners. Uh, and also there is the the bib swap portal. So you can uh, buy somebody's bib if they're unable to run. Uh, they could offer it up through the portal, giving the opportunity to run in their place. We've got details about that on the Mix Mobile app and at mixandweight.com. Music on the way for you soon from Glass Animals also. I was I was posing a question to you earlier this morning, Tony, if you've ever had a situation, especially in your bachelor years, if you ever ever had to improvise when it comes to cooking stuff or baking stuff, when it comes to ingredients or utensils. I'm I've got thinking. A, a weird story for you that actually had to put the guy in a situation he needed to, to call an insurance company. Okay. Yeah. So I'll tell you that story here in a little while. Do a leap on out here and mix it away. Good morning. Mix, what are we, morning brew? Good morning, happy Monday. Nick Cooper, Tony Hart with you. 18 degrees downtown Duluth right now at the Mix Studios. And if you ever 
been in a spot where you're hungry for something and you don't have the ingredients or the tools available or clean? Like in Friday when um, (laughs) when Craig grabs the cereal, but there's no milk and dad tells him just to put some water in it. Yeah. Something like that. One example. Yeah. Um, Sometimes those things happen. Some of them are less dramatic than others like that. Ugh. But I wouldn't eat cereal. A lot of people have been there. I won when I was a kid one time. We didn't. We had like just run out of milk, and I woke up late, and I'm like, I'm hungry. And so the option was, I made uh, cereal with um, powdered milk. I like mixed them up. <laughs> wasn't great. Gross. Yeah, it wasn't great. So there's a man in New Zealand who had a hankering for a steak, and decided to put the steak in his toaster. <laughs> okay. It didn't go well, as I'm sure see- you would guess. I could see a man doing this. This is yeah, such a guy thing to do. Is. So the guy burned down his house by attempting to Whoa. cook a steak in his toaster. And yeah, he uh, decided he wanted his, uh, what they call their steak and chips. I'm assuming you want steak and French fries. I'm just you know. Anyway, so he decided he wanted wanted this for dinner. So he made the unusual decision to put the steak in a toaster. Left it to cook while he went down the road to buy some chips. So he did want some chips, I guess. Got back. There was a fire. And not only did his house get charred, his steak got charred. I was going to say, did it finish the steak at least for him? <laughs> Medium rare? He's also unsatisfied with the insurance payout he's received as a result of this. He's got anything. Exactly. Uh, so apparently um, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't what he was hoping for. So then it makes you wonder, okay, are you like tempting, tempting the gods here? Are you tempting fate? By doing this, if you were unhappy, were you trying to get something more out of it or just disappointed in the results? Either way, I could understand it, but. No, it's a guy. It was a guy thing to do. Like, oh, I'll just throw it in the toaster, mate. It'll be done in a few minutes. <laughs> Not concerned about the, the. I mean, if you do, a, if you've ever done a steak on a grill, it flares up a little bit sometimes. There's a little grease, a little fat that comes out of the meat. His, bo- his bobby wasn't working? Apparently. Well, he just was no steak on the bobby today. Thinking convenience. I'll just head down the road and let this cook in the, in the toaster for a while. Steak in the toaster. Oh, my goodness. So I bet you the grease came off of it. Probably dripped oh, yeah. down. Yep. Hit the coils. And then poof. Yeah, I, I'm, I haven't had any major issues or things where I've been. I kind of want to try it, though. I got to be honest with you. <laughs> Maybe do it outside. Like on a big cement slab so it doesn't cause any issues. Maybe we should do it here at the morning show. Okay. Morning steak and eggs. I'll bring in the toaster tomorrow. Perfect. <laughs> Got to be pretty like skinny steaks though. Like, yeah. Yeah, you're not going to get a really big, like a big juicy yeah. T-bone in there. You're going to have to get like a, you know. Well, if he's cooking it at a toaster, probably doesn't have think to my cuts of beef right now. Yeah, but you're going to have a budget for a big old. Yeah. Hunk of steak. A New York strip. Sure. Toss a New York strip in there. So my biggest, so once in a while you mentioned also like mac and cheese. Like there have been times I haven't had, because you got to add to like normal craft mac and cheese, you got to do butter and milk. There's been times I've kind of substituted on that a little bit. And that's okay. It's um, not great. No. Yeah. I think I've put water in there before. Sure. Not ideal. Biggest thing, and it's not really a big deal, but I've there's been times where I've had to eat like pudding or yogurt with a fork. Uh, but I've never had anything where I've even on purpose or just because of out of necessity, I've done something quite like this, quite that silly. So <laughs> it's, it was tricky. It's tricky.
Yeah. Trying to eat that with a fork. I like to put my pasta in a bowl and my wife doesn't like that. Really? Yeah. Like, well, it's not like she doesn't like it. She gets mad at me. It's just like she just saying, I think it's strange. Uh, so depends, she'll put it depends like, on pasta. If she, like if she makes the pasta. Well, I shouldn't say all pasta. Okay. I don't know. Some pasta I like in a bowl. Like what? Give me an example of, of a pasta you want in a bowl. <laughs> I don't know. We'll go. Oh, I, no, mac I don't and know. cheese. Now I'm thinking of no. Yeah, in a bowl I'll yeah. eat mac and cheese. Any other examples? I don't know. Never mind. I forget. Okay. Just forget Spaghetti. I even said it. Okay. Well, that, well, see, that's where I'm like contradicting myself because <laughs> I'll make my own made spaghetti and I'll put that on a plate. But if some other pasta is made, it, I'll prefer it in a bowl and she'll like serve it to me in a bowl. if your wife makes it to, for you, then you're like, I need I this in a bowl, know. please. <laughs> well, she's commented on it before. <laughs> Anyways. Weird. Never mind. Forget okay. I said anything. Right. Fair, fair enough. those moments where I just wish I could stuff it back in the bottle. That's okay. We all have those once in a while. Been there, done that. Coming up later on this morning, a uh, piece of history happening here uh, to start the week. And also, we'll talk about the uh, one particular Golden Globes moment from last night that, I don't know, I, I think it's worth talking about. Well, the press is making a big deal out of they this are, moment yeah. with Taylor. Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll unpack it later on this morning here in Mix and 8. T-minus 10, 6, 5... Four, three, we have ignition. And liftoff of the first United Launch Alliance Vulcan rocket, launching a new era in spaceflight to the moon and beyond. History, Tony. History as a brand new rocket took off this morning from Florida. The Peregrine is what, they, what it's called. Like the Falcon? Yeah, yeah. Nice. I was thinking like the Hobbit. Peregrine. <laughs> Peregrine. Took. Anyways, um, this, what makes this um, so special is that this, uh, this rocket is on its way to the moon. Right. It's going to be the first time we land on the moon in like, what, 50 years? Something like that, yeah. It's been a while since we've been, well, some people believe we've never been never on the been moon, moon, but yeah. that's a t- different topic for a different day. <laughs> um, this rocket has several different play- payloads, including um, some NASA experiments okay. that are going to be on the moon. Okay. And here's the controversial thing that it has on it. Uh-oh. Human remains. What? Yes. Um, human remains. So, yeah, there's a couple of companies that have sold, like, have your, you know, um, ashes in space or on the moon, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Well, this rocket is carrying several people's remains, including cast members and the creator of Star Trek. Wow. An Apollo astronaut who never actually got to make it to space, but now he is. Now he, okay. now he died right. in 2021. But, huh. yeah. Interesting. I, I never would have thought of that as something that would have been pursued. But, but this is a big controversy as uh, several uh, Native organizations, including the Navajo, have uh, written NASA and the president asking them not to um, send these remains to the moon. There was actually a White House meeting over the weekend to discuss whether... About this? About this particular issue, if they should scrub the launch or whatever, but huh. apparently the rocket's on its way with its uh, remains, so now... Yeah, because it took out... Was it this morning? Yeah. yeah. Or, well, overnight, you know. Yeah. 
But yeah, so now the moon will be haunted too. Wow. We're sending our yeah. ghosts now to the moon. Well, so that, that raises an interesting question because, you know, in the 60s, yeah. The means to get into space was kind of controlled by not a lot of people had the ability because it was so cost prohibitive. Right. It was mainly just governments. Yeah. Mainly. But now there's a lot of big companies that are multi-billion dollar companies that could do this just because. Well, and NASA has made the switch from, you know, supporting, you know, building its own projects to supporting other commercial, commercial projects. So, yeah. So like this is actually one of the first projects from NASA's kind of uh, new directive, if you will. Sure. Um, so they paid a lot of money. So this, they'll carry payloads for NASA, but they sure. don't necessarily have to take the risk. And it's a lot cheaper to NASA just to, right. you know, they're just hitch they're, a ride. They're hitching a ride, yeah, on a, on a space taxi, basically. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, so the first human remains are on their way to the moon. Uh, the rocket should land if all goes well. In February, I believe. Early February. That seems like a long time. They must be slow boating over there because I feel like but they're taking the scenic route. They are, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, on Mars. During, during the Apollo missions, they couldn't. Have, I mean, <laughs> couldn't have taken. I mean, would have taken weeks with those with those people up there. Would it? Would it have? No. Well, yeah, like astronauts. No, yeah. it didn't take all but a few days. I don't That's think. what I thought. So yeah, they must be just. Really slowly making their and way maybe there. Maybe they'll make some orbits and oh, hang out for a while, yeah, that, you know, okay. until they find a spot. Sense. I don't know, but anyways, they're um, like, like a giant space dog. Got to circle around a couple times before finding his place to land. I can't find how much it actually costs to get your remains in space, though. It's probably one of those things that you have to, you know, you got to know somebody. <laughs> well, either that or you, you. It's it's not like the price is on the internet. Right? Sure, you yeah. Call them and- if if you have to ask. It's too much, Tony. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's, that's, that's the answer. That's, listen, that's a very important rule that you should teach your kids early in life. Exactly. If you have to ask, it is yeah. too much. The price isn't listed. It's too much. Yes. Or if there's a coupon that ever says $500 off, you know it's way too much. Exactly. That's a $500 see, off right now. Wait, saw what? a lot of that on, on the internet oh, leading up to Christmas for like shopping. I was, oh, that looks really cool. Oh, no, it's $500 off. Never mind. Bro, I... I I had an ad for the robotic um, kitty litter thing in my Facebook feed. I keep feed. getting those stupid things, too. Okay, so I you don't even have a cat. I don't have you? a cat. You have a cat. I, I don't. have a cat, at least. Yeah. Do you know how much those things are? No, but I think they were, the ad said it was like two to $300 off, so it has to be. Well, that was my first. Yeah, I was like, whoa, how much are these things? $1,000. Yeah. Is it? I mean, Jeez. I think the cheapest one was maybe six or $700. You don't have to mess with the kitty litter, I guess. I don't know. Does that's that, a lot of money. It is. Does that bother you a ton, though? I know it's not a, a fun know. thing to do, but... I don't deal with it. Okay, even better. So you don't care at all. <laughs> unless... Yeah, unless my daughter or Mindy's gone, I don't I don't ever deal with the cat litter. It's not... Fair enough. It's not in my... I clean up dog poop. All right. That's <laughs> good for you. All right, so there is a uh, a viral moment that is uh, getting a lot of attention is being paid to it by uh, the press, as you put earlier. And I, I want to unpack this situation because I feel like it's being overblown a little bit. But we're going to talk about it anyway. Okay, you know, we're going to we're going to I guess we're going to add to the problem. All right. uh, coming up here a little while, music on the way from Jelly Roll. You're in Mix It Away. Good morning. Mix, what a way morning brew. Good morning, happy Monday. Nick Cooper, Tony Hart with you. 8.53 and 18 degrees downtown Duluth, the Mix Woody Studio. So last night, you may or may not have known the Golden Globes were on. Probably didn't because I don't think 
a lot of people, people care about the yeah. Wharton shows anymore. Well, so, I mean, because they, they've been trying to rebrand themselves. They moved to a different TV network. There's a lot of changes over the last couple of years uh, with the Golden Globes. And uh, there's a moment that's got a lot of websites and publications talking, and that is the moment where the host, Joe Coy, made a joke at Taylor Swift's expense. So uh, I'll play the joke, and then I'll offer my thoughts. So here, here's Joe's joke about Taylor. As you know, we came on after a football doubleheader. Uh, the big difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL, on the Golden Globes, we have fewer camera shots of Taylor Swift. I swear. There's just more to go to. Here. Sorry about that. And then he apologizes. So the look on her face is the is the moment that is being talked about. Now, the look on her face is she didn't make a look really it was it was kind of just like an annoyed non-reaction it was a non-reaction and she took a sip of her champagne and so the moment has been beginning turned into memes over the last you know since last night and a lot of publications have been making a big deal out of it i to me yeah she the the thing that's funny is there's a lot of publications saying that he shot that she shot daggers the death stare at him and i don't know that she did that well no well, you don't know. What's well, a camera shot? Hey, you don't yeah. know where she's looking. She could be looking. True. She could be looking at Selena Gomez at the table next to her. You don't know, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, and yeah. I, well, I, so, honestly, I thought it was a non-reaction. She looking didn't do anything. at the screenshots, just kind of. Yeah, it, it looks more like okay, buddy. I make way more money than, money than you. Go ahead and make your fun little jokes. She kind of looks like, who are you? I don't even know who this guy is. Yeah, he's kind of a limited, not a lot of people know who he is. So what's funny is I did not watch more than maybe like, I don't know, five minutes of the Golden Globes last night. I saw Robert Downey Jr. just by accident. I happened to flip the channel and saw that he was accepting an award Mm. for his role in Oppenheimer. Okay. And uh, so that was fun, whatever. He, you know, played the whole Robert Downey Jr. jokes thing and then walked off stage and I turned the channel. Um, (laughs) But... Yeah. Um, apparently, this guy, Joe Coy, like he at one point made a joke or a comment or something about how he had only 10 days to prepare for this whole thing. Yeah, that's what I heard, too. Yeah. That he hasn't, you know, so he's up there. Like the fact that he's like, I don't even know what I'm doing up here. You know, like nobody in the room knew who he was. Yeah. Not- and you got to like take shots at A-listers. That's got to be a tough job. Yeah. A, B. I don't even know what the B is, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was. Uh, so if you haven't seen the moment, I, I don't know. I feel like it's being overblown, but here we are talking about it. I don't know. It's it's the so thing what is one last night for big picture. So the, the big, the big winner, Barbie. Oppenheimer, uh, Barbie did win a one or two Golden Globes. The big winners were um, in the film world, Oppenheimer, and then Succession won, I think, four or five awards as well. Oh, for TV. Yeah. I saw Beef won. Yeah, they won I a couple. That. that was a pretty good show. Okay, that's one I have not seen, so. I'll have to make a point to check that out. But yeah, you should watch it. It's good. Not a ton of surprises, I don't think, um, in terms of who won stuff. But yeah, Oppenheimer was the big. I think they won five or six awards, and Robert Downey Jr. is one of them. And I think there was a, oh, there was a few, obvious, obviously, other ones. Well, I see the other headline, too, is Barbie beats Taylor at Golden Globe. Well, that, so that's, that's why like, she was there, in case you don't know, is her, she was up for... For the Eras Tour yeah, yeah. movie that she had out. So, and... Like, well, of course Barbie beat the Eras Tour. Right. Like, I mean, I get it. The Eras Tour the, was the, cool the and all, but aspect yeah, of but, things. I mean, the Eras Tour to me isn't a movie. Right. It's it's a live concert. Right. Versus and 
Barbie, which was a scripted, entertaining movie. Right. Yeah, they're they're di- they're different things. Um, and sure, while Barbie won some awards, let's let's be real, Taylor won the year last year. She won. She made well, lots of Taylor money on her made tour. More money probably than the Barbie movies. So. Yeah. So she's okay. She's doing fine. Yeah. But the that'll now be a thing for for at least the early part of 2024 is the ship uh, the 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 ship the, of champagne. Yes. The <laughs> sip. Yes, that's what I meant to yeah. say. I don't know why that came out that way. It, it just did. Anyway, worse. it could be right. That's I had to stop and think for a second. What did I say? We're going to kick off your workday 108 minutes commercial free with Doja Cat, Miley Cyrus, and we're all coming up here and mix it away. Good morning and happy.